0: This is us already exactly. discussing. Yeah. We're so, in the I mean, thing right now. We're in the thing right now. And, and this is probably going to be a different episode for anyone. You know what? Hey, what's up, everybody? The, welcome to the Dumbest Timeline. This was probably a little different of a start off. Who knows if you even heard the music this week? Because this one, we already started having the conversation before I hit record. But I, I felt like, let's just hit record and continue with the conversation. Has anyone else been feeling that the vibes are just off this November. This is just the first. I was just saying to Ace once again, or uh, uh, I say once again, because you guys didn't even see it. Ace and I've actually yeah. had an amazing conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Great conversation. One of my favorites, we talked about low vibration plates and, <laughs> and silliness. And the, the reason that black culture has blurs in it and, and yep. we talked about Barbies and Transformers, all the things <laughs> that you would think. Oh my God, Brian, this is all your stuff. And then what happened? The recording didn't work.
1: Child, yo, the Techno Goblins.
0: Yes, and you know what? It, 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 and 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 if anything, that is a reference to how much the vibes are off in November because that conversation leads to this conversation. So I don't Sounds know how a good many- intro thank you thank you but ladies and gentlemen ace uh, first of all ace to my to my to to your on on the right of the screen to my left it's there 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 she is she's wonderful she's (laughs) fantastic thank you for coming through
1: of course thanks for having me here this is gonna be fun
0: yeah so uh we were just talking and i've had this conversation with a few people I have never had the sense of in in all my life, and I know some people are going to be like, lucky you motherfucker. Thanks for bragging. But I'll be honest with you. I've never had that vibe of like the seasonal depression thing because I guess I just, for me, it was just like, okay, the clock's change, It gets dark early. Cool story, bro. Let's keep going. Let's keep rolling with it. And you know, my, uh, my, my buddy said to me once, I think that just has to do with the fact that like, we're people of color. Like, the sun the sun coming up at whatever time it comes up cool whatever we have so much other shit to worry about that that is not a thing and not to dismiss seasonal depression for people of color we do suffer from it Mm -hmm. we all suffer from it but just saying that there are some of us who probably it probably if anything takes a little bit more to get through to us because of all the layers of insanity that as a community we deal with and I find most- it
1: funny like when you say that because it reminds me like oddly enough of that song with Glorilla and Cardi B and she goes, every day the sun don't shine, but that's what I love tomorrow. I yes. find like ironically in the black community, that's the attitude we have. Right. And It's like you said, seasonal depression is a thing. Yeah. But for me personally, it didn't click that I had seasonal depression until I mm. actually spoke with a professional and I was describing like, like you said, I was like, you know, the vibes are not there. A girl is going through it, and she's like, "Have you been feeling like this for a long time? Because that's depression." And I'm like, "Oh, Uh, is that what that (laughs) was? Oh, oh, right." And like you said, in our minds, we're just like, "Well, okay." Like every day, the sun don't shine, but that's why I love tomorrow. But like the sun isn't shining right now. Right. That's the seasonal depression.
0: Right. Good God, you hit that on the head. I honestly, and and I have, and it's again one of the first times that i've felt this level of the the vibes are not there and i was and, and if anything one of my buddies said to me you know maybe it's the fact that for the last 2 years because we were in, at home during the pandemic yeah. you didn't feel the effects of it cuz you weren't going in and out of the office you weren't really out there in the streets the same way you were kind of home so whenever the sun set you were just like whatever i'm already dealing with a pandemic you already had again another thing that yeah. was probably putting you in frame of mind of like, I don't even have to think about these other feelings I'm having because what I'm feeling right now is probably linked to this major thing I'm dealing with.
1: Yeah.
0: And then this year, yeah, this year I'm in the streets. I go to work, we get to the office. I'm on on the bus with all the, uh, all the other people coughing and everyone looking depressed. And you're just looking at all these faces and half of them not wearing masks, half them wearing masks. me wearing my mask, me looking out the window, snow and rain. and, and, and leaving work sometimes at four o'clock in hopes of getting yeah. home before the sun sets, just cause I'm like, I don't wanna be outside when the sun's already gone. You dark.
1: just want that sliver of like Slipper. sunset, that little
0: like, slice of Yo, sunset. No joke, there was one day, for anyone who's from Montreal, I was driving on St. Patrick Street going, uh, I guess west, and i and the sun is and, and it's this beautiful sunset. You, you remember that day where the sky turned like a radiant pink?
1: Yeah. And it yeah, had like yeah. the
0: blues. It had all these colors. And I was driving home that day and I'm watching the sunset and I'm going, I got to beat that sunset home. Like, I'm, I was, like, I was, I was driving like, like, I'm seeing the sky get dimmer and dimmer. I'm like, oh, no, you don't, bitch. I'm like nope. turning corners. Yeah. yeah. like, put turbo mode. Yeah. You got rockets coming out the car. Niggas shooting down the block
1: but it's like that though like that's me in the winter when i was with my grandmother i was struggling during that time i was doing everything in my power to be up by like six in the morning and i'm not the morning girl but it's just because i was like i want as much of that sunshine pie if that's what we're gonna call it (laughs) because (laughs) that's all we got
0: (laughs) it's so ghetto first time and it's but for me again this is the first time i'm feeling like this so it's kind of this weird sense of oh hey this is what your friends have been describing to you for years that you were uh, and, and i never tried to dismiss anyone when they said it i i just always had a sense of like i don't know what they're feeling so i don't know how to make that feeling better for them i don't know is there anything i yeah. can do is there anything and, and most of the time my friends were just like nah man it's just uh, you know we, like we can talk we spend time the, the, these little things will help make these days better but it's like it to all y'all out there who've been trying to make it clear to me how much this shit sucks your boy knows now <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, now you know now you know the feeling <laughs> your, boy, your boy got the message <laughs> right
0: yeah, but that's also uh,
1: like one of the reasons too that I find why I enjoy content creation so much. Yeah, like like I had mentioned in the, the previous time we were podcasting, for me when I I I was I always grew up on the internet. I was a yeah. little miss internet, little miss HTTP. Okay, <laughs> yeah. double dot slash slash. Okay, let's do it. Let's and code. I always enjoyed like like everybody vlogs right but like the content vloggers that's why I would watch like I don't know dudes into cars girls into makeup girls into fashion like I just wanted to see anyone who's just skilled at what they do Mm -hmm. film their process because it's just interesting Mm -hmm. and I started becoming open to creating content and just finding my niche when the pandemic started because that was the first time in forever we're like five in my family The only times all five people are at the house at once is during the mornings when we get ready for work or during Christmas. Mm. And my cousin even came to live with us because he was in school in the States. Even he came back. And so I was just like, bitch, this feels like Christmas break. Yeah. Those first three months was like, ho, 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 Merry Christmas. (laughs) And I was just chilling with everybody. I was in everybody's room, like, what the kids into? And my little sister, she had been on TikTok before it was TikTok, it was musically. Right. Okay. She's like, you should get into that. You know, like everyone's been telling me like, you should make videos, you should make videos. And I have to give all credit to my social media presence to my little sister. Cause yep. she showed me what TikTok was. And I was like, this shit is kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, so how does it work? And TikTok, for those who don't know, it's a very great app, but it's also very intimidating to people who are new to it Right. because it comes with a lot, a lot of tools that you can use independently. So it can be a bit scary. So she was the one like explaining. I am petrified
0: of it. I I will say that every time. It's
1: scary. It is scary. But let me tell you something. Like I use like six filters. Okay. Out of like the five hundred thousand available. So it's like I tell people, it's like it's like a computer, like an iPhone. Like the average person is probably using like what forty percent of the function of an iPhone Mm. versus like an IT guy who knows everything. And she was like, okay, so there's trends, there's the big creators, there's the hashtags. And I just got on it. And I was like, at first, I was like, damn, like, I got to catch up with the kids. Like, even if they're just a few years younger than us. Well, in my
0: case, they're a good number. (laughs) A good good little number, right? A a full teenager (laughs) separating us, but that's cool. A
1: a generation and a half, (laughs) You know? And then I was looking at this, and I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to copy what others do that I like. I'm just going to get a feel. That's me when I'm like, new job, new school. I'm just like, I'm just going to get a feel. I'm going to be me. And it took off slowly. During the start of the pandemic, I took a lot. I was just doing TikToks for gags and jokes and uploading it onto my Instagram. And that's when my Instagram got a surge in followers from local people from here. Okay. I don't know a lot of people here. A lot of people don't know of me. They know me because I'm friends with Emmy, and Emmy is really in the scenes. She knows a lot of a lot of people. Same right. thing for Nikki. They're very in the media area of Montreal. Yeah. So no one ever knows of me, and so I'm like, oh yeah, I'm her friend. I'm her friend. They're like, oh, no. so that's who you yeah. are. <laughs> and that took off a lot, and I had a lot of fun because it was very, very, very niche, and it was the pandemic. Like you said, you're not going out. No, when no. I was downtown, all of my friends worked downtown. So after yeah. work, we would just go for walks, go mm. for coffee. We would do jam sessions because everyone was already there. That was gone. And we yeah. were in the middle of like the lockdowns. No one was going out. No one was doing anything. Um, you clock in, you clock out and you're still home. Yeah. And that's why I kind of felt a surge of like, I kind of went back in the 14 year old me. Like, what was it that I like? What was it that I was passionate about? Like, yeah. Let me like, let's nerd out. Like, what, what are the girls doing? What are the guys doing? And it's last year again when I had moved out, and again, little miss seasonal depression, right? Yeah. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> yeah. And because it really feels like that, you womp, wake up, womp. and are just like,
0: Yeah, meaning of life. But what the fuck those- is this? You see those cartoons where people draw, and they're just like, it's like you in bed, and then like this thing just like, yeah, on your head, that little like, cloud on the head, and something crazy. just like throws its arm over you, like, come on, snuggle it's like, in, womp, womp, yeah, womp, womp,
1: It felt like that, and again, I was just like, okay, you know what? I want to go harder at this because there's yeah. there's a lot of things I'm super passionate about, and like I like to nerd in, but I keep that to myself, just because. I don't know that's just like my habits so i was like you know i'm just gonna be really open up in my passions online and one day um there's this one girl we're friends now she was a creator and i just loved her videos she reminded me a lot of myself she's like she's a very well-versed woman very knowledgeable what she does but like authentically herself she had made a video um on a topic like on what i practice what i study on hoodoo And this girl was hitting facts on facts (laughs) on facts. I was like, is this what teachers feel like when they read an essay that makes sense? Cause (laughs) I was like, child, I was like, I was like this. And so I had stitched her video and I was like, everything this woman said, this is that. And the third, let me add on to that. And my account blew up. Oh, dope. Cause people were like, oh shit, you know of this too. So then people were asking me questions, I would reply. And then I realized, I quickly realized When it comes to people I know or people who are close to me, I do really enjoy teaching. Yeah. But what I love more than teaching is teaching through content creation. Yeah. And that's when I found my niche. Um, There's this trend on TikTok called Adult Swim. Okay. And people were parodying it. And so what it was basically is like the opening scene was like, "Ooh, be careful! Be careful of this, or don't do this, because that would happen." Okay. And then a plot twist would happen, and you would see the a, um, the AS logo. Okay. So I did that, but with Hoodoo. And okay. I wrote Hoodoo Slim on the back. And then oh, that yes. shit blew up. And it's because of that video that I labeled my TikTok as Hoodoo Slim. And I do videos like that. And when I tell you to be so fucking real with you, my best videos in terms of quality and storytelling and numbers have all happened at my lowest points.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Cause I was deep in the creation. Like till this day, when I look at every single one of my videos that like in terms of like the writing, the storytelling, the disposition, the angles, even other people who are writers or content creators are like, I applaud you long Yeah, like "Like, they connect you with it. Yeah. All of those, my lowest of lowest ghetto moments. So that's why to me, when it's ghetto outside, when it's like this, yeah, I'm like, get the cameras, get the blogs, get the keyboard.
0: that sparks. Yeah. Yep. It's funny that you say that because uh, an episode of the show that we did with Dan, Dan, my buddy, Dan Ramos, who's living out in LA, he's a comedian. Mm-hmm. And we talked about the fact that that whole culture and comedy, a lot of it comes with kind of trying to find the funny in the sad and the dark. Yes. And most comedians will say like, oh, we're broken people. Like yeah. there's something broken inside of us. And that's <laughs> why we seek the validation here. And and uh, and sometimes I think about it it's just like, yeah, it, it's not even just that you're broken, but there's that maybe that it's just that feeling of like, I'm feeling this kind of low right now. Mm-hmm. But being creative will give me an outlet that might cheer me up. And then when people connect with the message that you're trying to create when you feel low, then you start to realize, like, okay, other people feel like this sometimes too, or yeah. other people want to just seek the knowledge that I'm I'm. Putting out there which kind of it gives you that boost and a a running theme through the dumbest timeline has been that the internet's a kind of evil place and one of the episodes (laughs) uh, i don't know if you had a chance to listen to the tiktok episode but it it ends specifically with someone being like the world's ending we might as well go down in flames laughing and having fun and literally twitter like (laughs) right and that's right the most accurate thing right now like you're watching twitter you're watching tiktok and and things feel kind of bleak and like i was saying no the the vibes are not there for november for me but at the same time you're kind of just like these these are some of the most creative times i've seen for some people <laughs> like it's, yeah yeah
1: it's insane it's really that and that's why i love it like content creation storytelling like there's a lo- one thing I've learned is there's really a lot of levels to content creation, mm. um, that people don't understand. There's being like a public, like you can be good at public speaking, but mm. not necessarily writing. Then you can be skilled at writing, but not public speaking. No, oh, it's yeah. the same thing for singers. When you see a singer dance and sing, that's not the standard of a singer. That's impressive. Right. right. Singers that can't dance. That's fine. I just need you to sing. When you yeah. see people like Beyonce, Michael Jackson, or um, Britney Spears, that's impressive. Yeah. So I tell people when we say get into content creation, mm-hmm. I'm not saying get a mic and a camera and vlog. A lot of people aren't comfortable with that. They some people like kind of staying behind the shadows, and that's sure. totally fine. When yeah. I say get into content creation, it's go create. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be an independent fashion designer? Get an iPad. Get a pencil. Get a sketchbook. Go to the dollar store. Sketch some designs. You're a storyteller. Write. Get your phone. You don't have a phone. Get a piece of paper and a pen. You're a visual artist. Go get some, go get your sister's magazines. Cut out everything and create a visual storyboard. You're a mechanic. You're, you like computers. You code. I don't care. Build a computer from scratch. What we're saying is if you like to create content, you've got to do it. And the reason why I say this is because What I do now is very niche and in my writing and storytelling, I am quite skilled where I am right now, Mm -hmm. but I'm that as of right now, I wasn't that two years ago, but me of two years ago, who was unskilled, who was like a newborn deer flailing (laughs) around and falling. It's because of her that I'm here. If I would have waited till now, I'd be so far behind. Right. So and we keep we know this as creatives, but we keep having to tell each other to stop waiting till you're ready. You'll be right. ready when your painting is done and it's being sold at the auction.
0: Right. If you wait for
1: the auction to be open, everyone's paintings are getting sold. It's too yeah. late for you to go get your easel yeah, and your yeah. brush. It's too late. Yeah, niggas yeah. already. Child, the whole museum is shut and, down.
0: And I feel so, like that's an important thing to remind people that one, just create, do it, and and. And find the thing that makes you happy in doing it, or the outlet yep. that you need. And two, do your best to not compare yourself to others. That's one wow. thing that I regularly i've seen. I've seen people that I know are some of the most creative people, and to they're comparing themselves to people who, like you were saying, the you from two years ago and the you right now. If the you from two years ago saw a version of you right now, but like doesn't know it's them and it's just like oh she's so good sure, man. so she's discouraged good. exactly and so i and, discouraged. yeah and and that's one of the things i tell some of the people that i've worked with like hey uh yes this person did this this and this and they they they're working through this platform and they've made this connection and they've networked with these people and i think that's great guess what you could get there you just yeah. have to go through similar steps they didn't get there by just jumping and being there and Sometimes you think that's what they did because they don't necessarily show people the path they took. Sometimes some people don't like necessarily having that history there. You might not see it. They might take down yeah. all their old TikToks. They might take down all their old Instagram and all that stuff and all you're seeing is like just the success and Yeah. I was I was at Just for Laughs this year and some of the uh they had a whole panel with the content creators, uh mostly comedic content creators and they were talking about what's it like when you have, you know, you, you put in the most work, but it's the video that got the least views and almost all of them were just like, yeah, there's a good chance I'm going to take that video down. Uh, even if it's even if I did all that work, if I'm seeing that that video is not connecting with people, I might just take it down instead of showing people, hey, this video that I put that much work in that didn't necessarily connect with yeah. all y'all. I still put in the work and I should still yeah. leave it there for you to understand. This is what can happen sometimes. Sometimes there's highs, sometimes there's lows. But instead, they pulled that because it hurts, you know, one of them full on said, like, I don't like the way it makes my ego feel to see that that video that I put so much of myself in didn't do as well as these other videos where, you know, this is one that I didn't even feel like I tried. And that's the one that connected the most with people. And then people see those videos and they're just like, God, they must have put so much work into that one. And they think that it's so flawless and easy. And it's like, nah, man, it's a lot of work and it's a lot of going through stuff. So.
1: And you know what? That part is a trap, too. I mm. learned this so quick. Um, I feel like that's the golden rule. Like if I was a mentor to someone, I would say the golden rule is always judge your standard of work by your standard of work. Mm. Everything I do, when I'm done writing a story or filming a video, I'm just like, whether this gets a million views or not a single view, are you proud to put this out? Yes, right. that's it. Right. And the reason why I say this is they're like my favorite example to give is one TikTok and its algorithm. It will blow up a video that was two years old. So if Mm -hmm. you don't get if this is not honey, this is not YouTube 2014. Just because your video got 100 views. Don't take it down, please. That shit could blow up tomorrow. Right. Two, my favorite example to give is there are some Japanese city pop artists back in their time, they would have just been called like pop artists in Japan. Yeah. Where during their time, they weren't, they were known, Mm -hmm. but they were making pop at that time. They were just any old pop artists. There are several Japanese pop artists that of, as of now, their streams and their income blew up through the fucking roof because of this generation's adoration for Japanese city pop. Oh, cool. So imagine what would have happened if during their time they're they just, just like, damn, everyone's making Japanese like it wasn't even considered that. It's just like everyone right. here in Japan's making pop. I'm no different. Let yeah. me delete my whole catalog. Like you will find hours and hours and hours and hours of Japanese city pop crime violations. And yeah. it's always the same five artists that are <laughs> on there. And wow. they weren't well known when they started, so I always use that as an example. Yeah, your shit. It's, same thing for Mean Girls. When Mean Girls came out, they called Mean Girls a slow burn because when it yeah. came out, yeah. it wasn't iconic. That yeah. shit is iconic.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the...
1: Always post your shit because you like it. <laughs> yeah. Period.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. I had people ask me like, "Oh, how do you like doing podcasts? Like, you know, how many how many views? How many this advertisers? All that stuff." I'm like. Listen, man, it, I started broadcasting when I was 17. I was doing it at John Abbott College in a small room to maybe five people because the cafeteria down the hall disconnected the mics, uh, disconnected the the speaker, sorry. And people could only hear it in like very small areas. But you know what was super fun? Every time one person would come up to me and be like, yo, are you the guy that had people talking about their first kiss on your radio show? And I'm like... Yeah, yeah, that was, like, yeah. They're just, like, that shit was hilarious. And they're, like, and then it's, like, then my friends and I started telling each other our first kiss stories, and I was just, like, cool. And then just knowing that you have that small effect that equals, like, just a little ripple. And that little ripple gets bigger and bigger and and keeps going, and that's so much fun. So, yeah, those those five artists that you're talking about who were just, you know, they thought they were just, like, okay, we're just making this music, whatever. We'll see what happens from that. And now there's, like, a whole resurgence in the popularity it's yeah. like this is amazing
1: Four, 40 years later like this when they came out in the 80s it's like in the 2020s 40 years
0: oh my god that's crazy that's dope though that exa- yeah 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 this honestly yeah i ace i want to thank you so much because this conversation is fantastic <laughs> <laughs> it was fun, for real. the whole idea was supposed to be like i wasn't even sure exactly where we were going to go with it but i think yeah at the end of the day for the dumbest timeline, because I say it every week. Uh, this isn't the darkest timeline; it's just the dumbest one. Sometimes uh, the darkness does come through a little bit in the dumb. You know, sometimes you have periods where you're gonna feel not as great or not as sunny as you could, and that's and that's just normal. And we will all get through it. And if anything, this podcast can be a space where you hear us talk about how much it affected us, and just yeah. through that, just through hearing other people admit like. Oh shit. Uh, me who's never felt it before finally gets it and to all y'all out there who've been dealing with it and been telling me like yeah this shit ain't fun. I hear you. <laughs> right? And, and 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 send me send me your suggestions. If you're watching right? this and you're someone who's done this every year and you've been telling me for a while like this is how I'm dealing with it. Yeah, send send them suggestions and we'll we will all and, and, and you know what, I might, we might create together and we might talk together and we exactly. might, and, and from whatever it may be, whatever comes of it, it'll just give us something to do. that will pass the time and make us happy. And that's, that's the experience. Ace, thank you so much. Where can people find all your stuff?
1: Yes. So my handles, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. My handle is hip hop and hoodoo, d o o. I'm Also blogging i tumblr i really yes. feel like that bitch because i really do articles and that my tumblr handle is melanated angels so, so yeah
0: i'll share all that thank you so much this has been a blast i really appreciate you coming through thank you time. uh this was th- lit for real this was fun this is fun i'm gonna have you come back and uh to everyone who's watching this again not the darkest time timeline just the dumbest one and we'll get through this together peace everybody